Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello and welcome to the She Lives Purposely podcast. I am so thankful that you are here. Today we are talking about God's ways and God's plans. And really what we're doing today is just giving you a flood of encouraging verses. So we have done a uh, an episode like this before, and it was something that you guys really loved. So I'm going to do a couple episodes, almost like a mini series on it, just one every couple of months, where it's really just a flood of verses for you to encourage you in certain areas. And like I said, today is kind of just focusing on God's ways and God's planned. Before we do that, I just want to remind you that we are doing a new segment called Dear Meg at the end of every episode. So at the end of our, you know, pouring out of verses today, we're going to start this segment. And this is a place where I answer questions from you, from people like you, and you can submit any question and it will be anonymously answered on the podcast. You can ask your questions on the comment section in Spotify, which goes straight to me. It is not public. Um, you can email me, DM me, all the good things. Um, but I am so excited for this fun segment where I basically get my hot take or my opinion on anything that you ask, whether it's faith related, advice related, personal life, hormones, health, whatever it is. Um, I'm excited to answer those questions with you. All right, friend, I am so thankful for you and I'm so thankful that you're listening and let's dive into today's episode. So, you know, sometimes we just need an extra bit of encouragement. And so this is the kind of episode to listen to, to download, to maybe share with a friend of Bible verses to give you encouragement, courage, strength, all of it when it comes to talking about God's ways and his plans. In 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it says to, quote, encourage one another and build one another up. So that is what we are doing today. Hopefully it's something that we do in every single episode. But today, like I said, is just a pure stream of verses. And so if you are somebody who maybe is struggling with God's ways, his plans, what God has for you, you know, what is happening in my life? Why are these certain things happening? What does God actually want for my life? This is an episode for you. We are just going to pour out. All right, so let's dive into today's episode. The first verse that I want to share with you is 2 Peter 3, 9. And it says this, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. John 16, 33 says this, in the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Psalm 37 verses 23 through 24 says, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. How great is that verse? Ephesians 2 verses 1 through 10. Ephesians 2 10 is actually something that we have on our sweatshirts and it says this, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But 
God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together in Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up. No, by grace, you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. And this verse is so good. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has prepared good works before you even, you know, came into existence for you to walk in. How incredible is that? And then this next portion of scripture is a lengthier one, and I encourage you to just soak it up. This is Romans 8 verses 1 through 30. It says this, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled, might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh but according to the spirit for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit for to set the mind on the flesh is death but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace for the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to god for it does not submit to god's law indeed it cannot those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact the spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the spirit of God does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So then brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willing, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. 
For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. For not only the creation, but we ourselves, whom have the firstfruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things are called together, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. And for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. What a passage. All right, I have three more passages for you, but they are a lot shorter. Each of them are just a verse. So here are three more verses on God's ways and God's plans. Philippians 4, 8 says this. This is something that God would have us do. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And Micah 6, 8, or part of it, says this, What does the Lord require of you? To act justly and love mercy and walk humbly with your God. Romans 15, 13 says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So those are the verses for you a big time on what the Lord has for you, what his ways are, how we can walk in his ways and to the plans that he has, you know, for the world as well. I hope just reading over the scripture was just so encouraging and exhorting and equipping for you. And now friend, it is time for Dear Meg. Today's Dear Meg, this is the question. How do you find community when you feel like you have none? And I think this is such a great question. Um, I think depending on your season of life and different things, we can feel like we are able to have more community or less community community but community is so 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 important, especially and I feel like primarily, I guess I should say, Christian community is so important. So I would encourage you to, of course, if you're not already, be plugged into a church, go to a church. But I would really encourage you to not just go to like the Sunday services, but go to the prayer services, the other Bible services, maybe smaller Bible study groups in homes. Actually, that's what I would really emphasize, you know, outside of the weekly, you know, meeting with the church and like uh, fellowship with the body of Christ. I'm like stuttering over my words here, but I really would emphasize like gathering with small groups of believers and doing small Bible studies in that way, and then finding and forming friendships there in that place. One of my best friends who was actually in my wedding, I met because she decided to come to a young adults group. 
and she sat with us, you know, and then slowly but surely like a friendship just started to develop there and she came to the young adults group we were running a girls bible study at the time so she started coming out to the girls bible study she got really involved in other um bible studies as well and you know we just got so close she was in my wedding and so those kind of things really foster friendship if you are intentional about them and so i really would encourage you to do that and i feel like sometimes too churches especially if they already have a sense of community can be clicky because we are like you know, people are friends with people and you form these friendships, but I would encourage you to dive in. And I think it is natural for people in those communities to have really solid friendships, but that doesn't mean that you can't be part of that. The opposite, it really shows you the potential that is there. And so I would encourage you not to be discouraged if at first you feel like you're not clicking with people, you're not, um, really getting close to people right off the bat like really solid friendship takes time so i would encourage you to dive into those spaces and to really be intentional go to the you know events that they have i feel like our young adults group has hikes or different events or things that you know they do and so go to those things when you're seeking community for sure and depending on what age you are like usually churches will have whether that's young adults or post young adults maybe early 30s they'll have different home groups or fellowship groups or things like that but i encourage you to go and be intentional about seeking those things um and eventually, you know, you can start serving there as well too. And that's another great way to form community with other people who are serving in the church, but really allow yourself to be poured into, especially when it's a new church, be intentional to be there for more than like, you know, a couple weeks, <laughs> like really pour into a place. Um, yeah, that would be my encouragement on how to find community when you feel like you have none. Friend, I hope and pray that this episode was an encouragement for you today. Um, and two, I just wanted to say that this is going to be one of the last Thursday episodes that we are going to be doing just for a little bit. I am taking a few weeks of a pause, a rest to refresh, to refocus on just what the Lord has for She Lives Purposefully to recharge. And so next week we have a really fantastic episode that I'm excited about. It's a vulnerable episode, honestly. Um, and it's going to be my full testimony. Um, but which is something, side note, that we have never done on the podcast before, like my whole entire testimony in full. So I'm really excited about it. Um, but two, yeah, so starting in June, there is going to be a little bit of a break just with episodes um, and just a short pause for me to recharge, which can be kind of nerve wracking, totally. And I feel like, um, however, I really feel like it's something the Lord is calling me to do, to rest, to focus on him in this time. And so I know that he is going to provide, you know, as you know, like she lives purposefully is a huge part of how I pour out what I do, like with all the hours of my day. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. So, you know, podcast listenership, all of that stuff, ads, things like that is also how I contribute to supporting our family. Um, and so, you know, that can be a little, little nerve wracking taking a pause from the podcast. But again, trusting that the Lord has totally got this. But two, I do want to say, I guess even in theme of all of that, if you are a bonus monthly subscriber, you will still get your weekly bonus episodes. So every single Friday bonus monthly or monthly bonus content subscribers, I'm always messing up that name, 
get weekly episodes every single Friday alongside getting all the digital studies for free, Bible reading plans, and more. And so if you are somebody who's like, I need my fix of the She Lives Purposely podcast, definitely become a subscriber. It's $5.99 a month. And in doing that, like I said, you get all that bonus content, but two, you do help to support the content creation and mission and just all of basically she lives purposefully to continue to run and function and create content and episodes and all that stuff. So I encourage you to check that out if you need your or want your weekly fix of the podcast. It's going to be a really fun month of episodes, but next week we'll have my testimony on the podcast. Tomorrow on the bonus subscription podcast, we are talking about my no stress Christian nighttime habits, and I'm really stoked for it. So friend, it has been so sweet chatting with you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, be sure to leave a review to share this episode with your friend and all of that helps the podcast to grow and to reach new women, which I'm so, so, so thankful for. I'm so thankful for you. Friend, have a fantastic day. Live for Jesus. Live purposefully. I love you, friend.